Christmas story as we find it in Scripture. Uh, we're going to sing a lot of great songs, uh, hear a lot of great songs, and finally close the night out with being able to light candles and remember uh, the light of the world, who is Jesus, who came on Christmas Day. Um, and so I want to welcome you and thank you for coming. We're, we're so glad you were able to make it. Uh, this is going to be a little different than maybe how we've done things in the past. We're actually going to, uh, I'm going to say a few things from Scripture tonight just to start us off. And the interesting thing is, as we get started, uh, we're going to go to a passage of Scripture that is pretty famous. And in just a minute, we're going to be in John chapter 3. If you want to read along, you're welcome to do that. In John chapter 3, we're going to see something very, very important about the Christmas story. Before we get there, uh, let's just open our night together with prayer. Let's pray. Lord, I want to thank you for tonight and thank you for the sending of Jesus Christ to this world. And Lord, as we remember that tonight, as we have an opportunity to not only celebrate but also reflect upon all that you've done for us, I pray that you would guide us. I pray as we go into tomorrow that we would not lose sight of the real reason for the season, that we would not lose sight of uh, all those things that you have told us throughout your word are so important and that we would remember Jesus as the Savior. And I pray and thank you that you brought everyone here today to be together. And I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you've been joining us on Sunday mornings, uh, some of you would know we've been going through a series called The Heralds of Christmas. Who it is, who has it been, who would be telling us that the Messiah, the, the Christ, the Anointed One, the Savior would come to the world. And as we looked at those things, we saw that even back all the way to creation, we saw that Jesus, the Messiah, would be the restorer of this world. And we looked at, and then we take some time and saw that the Old Testament prophets pointing to Jesus the Christ as being king over all. Then we also saw that this Christ, this king over all, would also come as a suffering servant as we looked at Isaiah 53. And then this morning, we were able to look at the angels as they heralded Christmas, as they brought the message of God, the message of the good news, the gospel, that a savior had been born. And that Jesus Christ, the Messiah King, who was a suffering servant, would be and is the Savior of the world. Well, today we are going to look at our last herald of Christmas. Now, I will say this, there's lots of heralds in here that we could have looked at. Could have looked at John the Baptist, we could have looked at uh, John the Baptist's parents, we could have looked at a lot of different people. But tonight, as a great opportunity as we come together on Christmas Eve, I'm going to propose to you that the final herald of Christmas, and this is kind of weird because it actually happens after Christmas happens, but is Jesus himself. That Jesus himself heralded Christmas and gave us an understanding of why he came to the world, why Jesus was sent to the world as a baby. And we're going to go there today as we look at John chapter 3. And before we read there, I just want you to think about this idea of light and darkness. Tonight we're going to light a bunch of candles and we've got some lights going on right now. It's kind of dark, darker than normal. Uh, but I just want you to think about darkness. If all the lights were to go off and we had absolutely no light to see by, I want you just to imagine the feelings that you would feel in an utterly dark room where you couldn't even see your hand in front of your face, where you couldn't see anyone around you, you had no understanding of even where you were or how you could get around, and you were really completely just and totally submerged in darkness. And the feelings that would come along with that, most of us would feel anxiety. Most of us would feel a little bit of fear. Most of us would have some wondering and some questions. And if it happened long enough, pretty soon a lot of us would be getting pretty panicked. 
Some of us would be getting depressed and just giving up and not knowing what to do. And here's what I want to propose to you. This world is in that darkness. This world is in darkness and has been in darkness ever since the fall of man, ever since sin entered the world. And that there is a darkness that has overcome the world, that those same things are true in this world. You have depression, you have sadness, you have sickness, you have pain, you have anxiety, you have fear, you have all of these things that we just talked about. As you look around the world, you will see darkness Take one opportunity to watch the news for just an hour and by the time you're done watching the news you will probably feel a little depressed because this world is dark. There is very little hope and very little light in our world and the thing is that has been true since sin entered and there's this darkness that has taken over the world. But I also want, as you imagine this darkness we talked about, I also want you to imagine if it was that dark and one person in this room lit a candle. What would that do to the darkness? And it would dispel the darkness because here is the truth. Darkness is nothing more than an absence of light. And here's the beautiful thing as we look at this dark world. And yes, it still is very dark, but there is some light being shown into it. And that comes as a result of you and I and our belief in Jesus. And what does scripture have to say about this light? The light that has come into this depressing darkness. Let's see in John chapter 3, starting in verse 16, which is one of the most famous verses of all scripture. But we're going to follow it up and see what else Jesus says as he heralds Christmas, as he heralds the reason for Christmas. In John 3.16, this is where we read this. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment that light has come into the world and people love darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. Here in John chapter 3, we see, like I said, the most famous verse of all scripture. And really, this is a Christmas verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. That happened on Christmas when that baby was born to Mary. That baby that had been foretold for years and years and years before. That baby that would grow up to die on a cross. That would grow up to rise again out of the grave and defeat sin and darkness forever. That is Christmas. That is what Christmas is all about. And so God loved the world that he gave that person. He gave Jesus to this world and why is it so important that the savior of the world would come to our world because we are in, enclosed in darkness and yet Jesus himself is the light the light came to dispel the darkness on christmas that light that started in jesus and then spreads through his followers because we are even told in scripture that we are the light of the world because we reflect christ and christ has come in as the light I want to go back just two chapters in the, in the book of John because this isn't the only time we see this idea of Jesus being the light. And then we'll go back to John 3.16 one more time before we finish. But in the very beginning of John, and John doesn't start his gospel like Matthew and Luke do and, and where, they, or even, uh, where they talk about the, the birth of Jesus, John starts in a different way when he talks about Christmas. And I want you to listen to this. John 1.1, in the beginning was the Word, and later on we'll see that the Word is referring to Jesus Christ. 
But in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him not anything was made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light, that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about that light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and to his own people, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, or the will of man, but of God. And then we read in verse 14, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is a Christmas text and tells us that not only did God himself take on flesh to come to this world, God took on flesh to come to this world in the person of Jesus Christ to light up the darkness. That the darkness of sin, the darkness of despair, the darkness of death, all of those things that are very real today could be defeated by the light. Because light always wins. Darkness can never defeat light. Even a little bit of light can light up a whole room. Darkness can never win. And that's what we see here. Because God sends Jesus, the light of the world, into the world Now the darkness we see is fading away as Jesus is taking it away as he is the light. So what does that mean for us this Christmas? Well, it means in light light of all the things that are happening uh, in this world. And it can get easy to lose hope. It can get easy to wonder where things are going. It can be easy to get anxious about this life. And it can, be anxious, it can be easy even to stay in our own darkness. As, as John tells us here, people would rather stay in their darkness because after a while, if darkness is here, it almost becomes comfortable. And yet that's not where we should be. We need the light. We can't live in darkness anymore. And so what does that mean for us? Well, here in John 1, in verse 12, it says that we need to receive him. But all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. So my question tonight, and this is a really cool opportunity, in just a minute I'm going to turn things over, our worship team, and we're going to go through the whole story of Christmas, how Jesus came into the world, how the light of the world came to dispel the darkness. We're going to look at how that happened and what happened and what Jesus, how he came. And we'll sing about that and we'll think about that and eventually we will light those candles. And as we go through that story, I want you to reflect upon the fact that Jesus came as the light. That Jesus came to light up this dark world. And if you are living in darkness now, you need to ask him to light your world up as well. That you would ask him to be the light in your world that you so desperately need. And how do you do that? You receive him. Receive him. Believe in him. Just like a gift you have to receive. He's saying, I died for you. I lived a life, perfect life for you to redeem you from your sin. That I know that you've sinned. I know that you're headed towards separation from God in hell. But I am going to repair that relationship because I'm going to die for you and rise again and prove that sin and death have no power. If you will just receive me, believe in me. Believe in that baby that turned into the savior of the world. Believe in that one. Believe in Jesus and you will be called a child of God. You can be part of his family. You can be part of the light. 
And also back in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. When Jesus came, it wasn't, and it goes on, he didn't come to condemn the world. When Jesus came, he didn't bring darkness into the world. Darkness was already here. But Jesus dispelled the darkness through his light. And so what are we called to do? We're called to believe in him. Believe in Jesus. Believe in the Son that God has sent, the light that God has sent. Believe with our hearts, believe with our minds, believe with everything we are and commit ourselves to Jesus Christ. And tonight as we go through this story, as we sing these songs, as we light our candles, as we converse afterwards, keep at the top of your mind the fact that you and I both need to receive Jesus Christ, to believe in his name and give ourselves to him. That's what we can do this Christmas think we can remember all that he's given to us, but let's also remember that we need to give to him, give our lives to him as we believe and as we receive. And that's what I have for you this evening. I pray and hope that you will enjoy the rest of our service and also remember the true light that's come into the world on Christmas. God the Son.